Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. I am so grateful for all of you who are following me either on my podcast, my YouTube, my LinkedIn, my Facebook business page, all the platforms I'm on. I have very loyal followers and I am so grateful to be able to share whatever I know, my experience, my my content to help you be a better leader, better business owner, a better person in general. So I appreciate you giving me your time and your earbuds and I'm here to serve you and I'm extremely honored to be able to be given this opportunity to do that every single week. So today, we're going to do a two-part series of lead generation. Today is part one, and we're going to talk about where are all the leads? Where can we find leads? And it's more, it's in a lot more places than you think it is, right? I think lead generation is probably one of the biggest challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs face. Like, where can I get leads? So that's just 50% of the equation. The other 50% is how do we close them? But this two-part series, we're going to just focus on where can I, where can I find leads, right? First is to go find them. Then we worry about closing them. So today, we're going to talk about where can we find leads, okay? Now, there are a few ways to find leads and a few places to find leads. So the few ways that I'm talking about is referral, reactivate and renew. So referral is quite self-explanatory, which I'm going to go I'm going to go through the list of what you can do to get referrals. Reactivate basically means to follow up with past leads, okay? Past leads that you never get a yes or a no. And then renew, renew is basically whatever uh the the existing clients that you had done events before, we're going to try to renew them, okay? Have them come back to you for future events. So these are the three ways to do it. So referral, reactivate, and renew. Now, there are different areas to go look for leads. And then when you're looking for leads, we're going to start thinking, how do we, how do we actually get these leads? Okay, and what do we do with these leads? So let's talk about let's talk about the traditional marketing, which that means nothing digital. Okay, traditional marketing is face to face, and then we can talk about digital marketing, and then we can talk about paid leads platform. So three categories. Traditional marketing would be would be attending networking events, bridal expo building relationship with vendors and venues, doing sales bleeds, okay? That means mass sales outreach. Those are a few examples. So let's dive through them one by one. 
So Bridal Expo for me is Bridal Expo, any trade show. If you don't do weddings, if you don't do weddings and you do corporate events, there are corporate trade shows as well that you can that you can participate in. So for me, attending as a trade show is probably one of the must-do sales activities if you are if you have an events business. Because this is an activity that I believe is what we call a mass lead generation activity. That means you can get many leads at one place, okay? At one place. Now, let's go back and talk a little bit about the definition of a lead, okay? Definition of a lead for me, you know, for some people, leads basically means you have the, uh, you have the, the name of the person and you have uh, one f- way to contact that person. So you have the first name, last name, or even just first name, and you have one way to contact these people. It could be email, it could be cell phone number, all right? Or it could be social media. So for me, a lead must, is not just getting these two, these two uh, items. For me, I'm a little bit more strict. What do I call a lead? A lead is somebody who is a, who knows what you do, that means the services that you provide and the results that you get for other people, all right? And also approximately how much you charge for your services. So they must have an idea, the services you provide, who you help, okay? And the type of results you get for people and also approximately how much it costs to work with you. So I am I am very strict to categorize is it just a lead is it a lead or just a regular inquiry okay so brighter expo is one area or trade show is one area where you can have many people because the host of the trade show will advertise the event and then we will have like hundreds of people attending the trade show and if you have done a great job at your booth, decorating it or stepping out behind the booth to talk to people and collecting information, all right, at the trade show, you'll be able to collect a lot of leads because you get to talk to these people, you have work to show your portfolio and you somehow give them an idea how much it costs to hire you. So a trade show is definitely one way, one great way to get leads, okay? Now, a vendor, Vendor relationship, all right? This is where this is where we referral comes in, okay? Vendors and venues. So I built M2 Hospitality from the very beginning, even through now, everything is through referral. And when you do referral, if you want to get leads through referral, you need to first build a very good relationship, okay? a very, very good relationship and with these people whom you think can refer you leads. You need to identify, first and foremost, those people who's going to refer you leads, are they familiar with your brand? Are they familiar with you? Are they familiar with the things or the services you provide and who you help? You need to make sure that they, they know. All right, they need, you need to make sure that they know these things. Otherwise, they don't know what type of leads to refer to you or they refer leads to you that is not aligned with your brand and your budget, okay? 
So you want to be able to develop relationship with vendors and venues that is along the same brand strategy as you or they do the same type of look or have the same type of clients, ideal clients that you want to work with. So the last thing you want is to build a relationship, spending time and money to build build relationship with vendors and venues where their type of clients is not the same type of clients that you want to service. They could be a low-end, low-end, um, uh, they provide low services that cater to the lower-end budget people. And that means you they will only be referring you this type of people because these are the type of people that they are working with. So you want to be extremely intentional to find the right vendors and the venues to partner with so they can refer you business. So when they are referring you business, it's not only just knowing what you do, how much it costs to hire you, but also you have to stay top of their mind. Because imagine if there's 10 of you, okay? That means your other, the nine others are your competitors, air code, I'm using air code. That means who is going to be the person who stay the most top of their mind will be the person that they will refer to. So for referral marketing, you have to be so conscientious in building the relationship, number one. And number two, you also have to, you do your part to continue to stay at the top of their mind. So regular visits, regular check-ins through text message, social media, or creating content very a lot of recent contents that you know these referral partners will get to see. So they continue to believe in you and your brand and your products and services. Okay. Now then we have uh, last the the your past clients. Okay. Past clients will fall under the category of renewal. So renewal will be those people, these are the easiest easiest type of leads to convert because they have already worked with you. So they already know what you are capable of doing and they already know what type of person you are and they also have an idea how much it costs to hire you. So it doesn't take much convincing, all right, or much, much work to convert them to hire you again. And unfortunately, we don't spend enough time to go back to our database to look at to look at this information, who has used me the same time last year for corporate events, especially when you know that this is a repeat event, who has used me the same time last year? And when did they reach out to you? When did you start working with them? So you need to work the time frame backwards, okay? So if I have an event that I do for this company every September and we start planning in March, that means March 2024, I'm going to have to start reaching out to these people, Right? So, of course, in the meantime, in between, after September 2020, uh, after September 2023 to March 2024, I want to be able to continue to have this relationship with them. That's, therefore, I spend a lot of time and also money in staying top of mind. That means I send them content that they will continue to remember me showing them that I'm the authority in the field and also send them just a, a nice little gift or a uh, or a, a holiday greetings card right so you want to reactive you want to renew these people all right then let's talk a little bit about let's go back a little bit to the brighter expo once you get 
when you exhibit at the trade show or bridal expo, you will receive a lot of leads, okay? Because the, the organizer will give you a whole database of the people who came to the show. So, and also people who actually come to your booth that you, you collected the information. So you will send out emails, right? To follow up, to book appointments, et cetera, et cetera. And the process is long. Sometimes it takes three months for them to, to say yes or no. And a lot of times, they don't, you don't even hear from them. Or if they say that, oh, I haven't made a decision yet, you need to go back. And you need to go back and ask, and ask, I mean, when you have the conversation with them, if you have the opportunity to have a conversation with them, or they send you an email to tell you that, oh, they are not ready to hire yet, then you want to be able to follow up with them. If they gave you a timeline when they'll be making a decision, then you want to be able, you want to make sure that you follow up with them with, during that timeline, that time frame that they say they're going to be making a decision. So you, you must go back and track back your leads, okay, who did not say no to you. And then even those who said no to you because they hired somebody or they decided to do it themselves, you want to go back two to three months out before their actual event and say, hey, just checking in, making sure that everything is still going well with your own planning or even with uh, the planner that you're working with. Just know that I'll be here to, uh, to jump on if you ever need any additional um, advice or help. So I have done that, all right? And I tell you that it works every single time because there, there were situations that they, they realized that the help that they think they're going to get from their friends and family, it didn't really show up and it didn't really help. And the planner that they hire, they realize that they want to fire the planner because they don't really like the planner or the planner did not execute. So you want to be able to follow up to see if you can catch these leads, okay? Which is what we call reactivate, all right? Now, let's talk about sales blitz. What exactly is a sales blitz? Sales blitz is like talking to many people at one time, but all these people are not at the same place, okay? It's a complete opposite of attending a trade show. So you want to be able to do sales blitz, especially when you're very, very, very new. Sales blitz is mainly more for brand visibility, telling people that you are actually open for business. So if you are new in the area, you want to be able to do you know traditional marketing, which is you want to be able to go door to door. Either giving out pamphlets inside the mailbox, you'll be so surprised how direct mailing still works to do this day and age. You know, like when you go to your mailbox and you see people sending you stuff like uh, brochures and a business card and a little pamphlet, they work. That's why people are still doing it. It's probably the cheapest way to do it as well, marketing, um, because it works, all right? So you want to be able to you want to be able to do some form of a sales blitz. So go to a shopping complex, go to an office building, and um, and you want to be able to to ask who is the person who does do first and foremost ask them to do events. If you go to office building, say, oh, I I'm I'm I can guarantee you, almost every single business do some form of an event. Okay, so you might want to go ask door to door right? Or who is the person, best person to speak with who does events for the company? It could be the receptionist. It could be the executive assistant. They could have an event planning department, whatever the case. 
So you want to be ready with your information, your business card, maybe a little goodie, like a cookie or something, something cheap, all right? But it, it shows that you're thoughtful, that you actually went an extra mile to have to knock on doors, all right? I will commend you on the effort. On the effort. You know, nowadays people are very lazy. They don't do that anymore. So to actually get out of your comfort zone and talk to people, okay? So you go door to door, the entire office building, all right? The shopping complex, a, uh, you know, any, any place where there are many business at one time, many businesses at one time. So you want to be able to talk about your company, okay? The business that you do, the services that you provide. So you give them a little brochure pamphlet together with this little goodie bag. So that's what we call a sales please, okay? And then when you are there, don't just drop it off. You want to be able to get the name of the person, the name of the person who actually does events. So get the name and get their email address because after you have dropped off the little goodie bag, you want to be able to follow up with an email, all right? And say that, sorry that I miss you. I stopped by for this, ABC, XYZ. Um, you, but, you know, they may not respond, but they're in your email list now. So that is a that is a uh, another strategy for for email marketing. Okay, once you get once you get um, uh, emails, so this is also another way, um, and that is what we also call like reactivate reactivating this big database that you have. But how come nobody's buying? Okay, so sales blitz is one of it. So traditional marketing, and then networking events. All right, so networking events. Basically, it's just like going to networking events. So you go to a place where people, people host, people host an event or a cocktail or lunch, and everybody congregates. Sometimes you pay a small fee to be in a in 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 to attend a networking event and networking luncheon or whatever. So those are face to face interaction. And a lot of times when I do networking event, right? If 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 it's possible, okay, I want to be able to um i want to be able to invite invite a um a a client of mine or a past client of mine who has used my services why because they're going to be my loudspeaker they are going to be my microphone okay so that means if i were to talk to anybody at the networking event and uh, my client all right my past client existing client can actually chime in when I'm talking to someone at the networking event and tell them how good I am. When they hear it from a third party versus hearing it from me, the third party, they believe more because I can BS all my way about how good I am. But if I have an existing client or past client who, who is with me at the networking event and they can vouch to these people that I'm talking to that how good I am or even sometimes bring up their phone and then they show pictures of my work, even better. So networking event is also another place that you can get leads as well. And then we have, um, we have what else? Okay, so traditional marketing. So quick, quick recap. So any form of trade show, brighter trade show, a corporate trade show, you can get a lot of leads at one time. Uh, referral marketing, which falls under the vendors and venue, okay, vendors and venue relationship, and actually even even your past client, and now your past client can fall under the category of renew and referral. 
because if they don't have their own events to to give to you to hire you to do it they can you can ask them do you know of any friends or family that you think can benefit from my services so they will be able to refer refer them to you as well okay um and then we talk about um sales bleeds right so trade shows and then vendors venues referral relationship right you need to build the relationship and also asking for referral from your past clients and then you want to re-renew your past clients to ask them if they themselves have any events for you to, to do. And sales bleeds, that means you go talk to many businesses at one time to pitch your services. And then there's networking events where um, you will meet new people and you talk about your business and your services. And you, your goal is to get the name and the email of the person that you spoke with or their social media so you can follow them or ask them if they're not the person who makes a decision on who to hire for a planner, uh, then you want to ask who in your company does events, okay? So that's traditional marketing. So let's talk about digital marketing. Digital marketing mainly is your website, okay? So you have your website. What? How are you marketing yourself through your website? You want to do SEO, right? So search engine optimization. You make sure that you have all the keywords in there so when people are searching for, for a planner in their area or a particular service, your name pops up. That's where you can get leads, okay? And then uh, social media, of course, right? So you have all the different platforms to do uh, social, to, to post your content. So those are also a good way to get leads. You want to be able to constantly tell people what you do, who you help, and produce content that has a few objectives. One is to assert your authority. One is to build no light and trust. One is to engage people. That means you have an engagement post, right? So you need to define your objective when you do digital marketing on social media, okay? You need to be consistent as well. I cannot stress how important that is. So website, social media, and then we talk about email marketing, okay? Email marketing also have a um, another advantage because when you do when you do all this traditional marketing, and also on your website you can collect emails, and also on your social media if you drop a lead magnet, you ask people to give them your email, give you their email address, and then you get their email address, and then they will be able to download the freebie. So when you build an email database, right? There is a strategy behind it. And I taught it inside our mentorship program in detail. What is the game plan when you, when you want to build an email campaign? How do you make money by building an email list? Okay, so email marketing is great only if you are consistent. If you're consistent in sending out content that is going to nurture, so which basically educate, inspire educate and inspire okay and entertain educate inspire and entertain your people on the email database otherwise they give you their email and then they never hear from you and then you send another email out they'll be like who is this person you want to be able to have a solid plan for your email marketing campaign so you're constantly at least once a month or once in two months uh, sorry uh, twice in one month right two times a month that you send them out something so they know 
who you are. Can make sure that you have a good subject title, okay, subject line, so they don't like just delete you. It has to be a captivating subject line that it makes them want to open the email and, and makes them want to read the email. So when you do email marketing, you want to be to be consistent so they don't forget who you are. And then you have given them enough content, free content, right? Through email, just like social media that you repurpose actually a lot of times. I repurpose whatever I'm putting on my social media. I repurpose it into an email format uh, or vice versa. So then you they are seeing you regularly. They are entertained by you. They are inspired by you. They're educated by you, right? And then they also seem to get to know you a little bit better, especially when you are on your email you can even insert a video of yourself. So they're, con they're connecting with you, okay? So you can start selling out, like you can start selling your packages, right? And your services through email or a little product. So if you have a flash sales because you need to fill up your calendar for the next three months and you've got no bookings, you can say, oh, I have a, a promo going on. Book us from now to now, you get 20% discount. So you get leads through email marketing as well. So don't discount that, okay? Then we have, so now let's talk about, let's talk about how do you get leads from all these platforms that I talk about, right? All the different avenues. You know how to do it already, okay? It's not that you don't know how to do it. It's whether you want to do it, okay? Because I say it all the time. If you want to see leads coming, if you want to see leads coming in or even clients, it all goes back to what did you do three to six months before? Did you do it consistently? All right. It is not that you don't know how to do it. It's whether do you want to do it? Are you doing it consistently? And I say it all the time, inconsistent efforts equates inconsistent results. Zero effort equates zero results. And consistent effort gives you consistent results. So are you holding yourself accountable? Are you doing this consistently? When someone tells me that they're not getting leads, I want to find out why they're not getting leads. I ask, what is your, how does your sales activities calendar look like? Right? What's your sales activities calendar? Do you have a calendar? Does, does, it, does it guide you on which day of the week you're going to do what activities? Which day of the month you're going to do what activities? If you don't have that, you don't have a sales outreach strategy. All right? So something for you to think about. So, now, let's talk about paid leads platform, okay? We talk about, just now what we talk about is all organic outreach, right? Doesn't require much money except for you paying for the trade show or paying for networking events. But other than that, everything else is free, right? Or maybe a little small investment when you have to print a brochure, get some goodies for all, all those stuff. But we, when we come to paid leads platform, why is paid leads platform so good? Paid leads platform is great because it's, not, it's no longer sweat equity, Okay. You don't have to work a long period of time in order to get lead because you're paying for these leads. So paid leads platform could be, could be advertising on Google, on Facebook, on Pinterest, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, right? So you pay money to advertise your business. So people know about you. People know how to contact you. People know what you do. So now you're getting leads, right? This is the traditional form of advertising. Then and also advertising in newspaper, that as well, okay? Or magazines, or billboards, or radio ads. All those are paid ads. Then we have the paid leads platform, right? Paid leads platform are a platform that, um, that they, 
sent you leads, just like Wedding Wire and The Knot, Thumbtack, Buck Event Active, Zola, Party Slate, just to name a few. Okay, so these are the platform that you pay. You put down your services. You also put you also put down um your um your your prices and your portfolio so people can see. So you will get a lead when somebody is requesting for certain services and you happen to do those services, the platform will send you the lead. So you don't have to go hunt for the lead. The lead is given to you, just like the paid leads, the paid ads, right? So whereas the others, you actually have to go look for it, okay? You have to have sweat equity. You actually have to move to go look for the lead. Whereas these paid ads and paid leads platform, they don't. They, you just you are using money to buy time, to, to buy time and save your, um, your time, save your time and your energy, basically. Okay. So I'm a big supporter of Pitlist platform because I don't have that time. So I want things to come and then I can just close them. So I don't think that you should put all your eggs in one basket, either to do traditional marketing, digital marketing, or just Pitlist platform. You should always spread it out. And the part two series, I'm going to talk about what, what method is best for you to get leads, okay? Because what works for me may not work for you. So what's worked for you may not work for me. So I will consider a few things when it comes to which is the best strategy for you to get leads. So you want to be able to understand certain things before you embark on, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. So that's part two of the two-part series of lead generation. And uh, that I will record for the next episode. So that's the end for today. And I appreciate so much of your time, once again, giving me your time and your attention uh, to listen to this podcast. I do have a small promo to share. We have our in-person event on December 2nd. Okay, we have an in-person event on December 2nd and we have a, uh, what are we doing on this December 2nd in-person event and where are we doing it? We are doing it at the, uh, in Fort Lauderdale at a venue, all right? Fort Lauderdale at a beautiful venue and what is the content that I will be teaching? So I will be, I will be teaching on the 2024 vision and strategic planning for 2024, okay? Vision and strategic planning for 2024. What are we going to be talking about? So I'm going to be teaching how to align your business goals into your personal goals, not the other way around, okay? And I'll be teaching you the blueprint to help you determine your personal and business goals for 2024. When people say, I, I want to do this, I want to achieve this, I want to achieve that, you know, there isn't much thinking behind it why they want it. So if you can't determine why you want it, then if you don't achieve it, that means, you know, it doesn't really impact you. So I'm going to teach you on how to determine your personal and business goals so that it becomes a very intentional goal that you're actually setting up. And then I'm going to teach you the step-by-step -step process to evaluate how your personal and business is currently structured. And you will be able to determine if it supports your 2024 visions and goals or not. Okay? 
and you will be able to gain clarity of what is currently working and not working in your personal life and your business structure and how would that support or sabotage your fulfillment of your 2024 goals. And you will also learn the eight-step process to form strategies and actions to fulfill your 2024 vision, okay? So we have an early bird and I actually extended the early bird because I didn't have time to promote it until now. So we were very busy with, we were very busy with, um, with a lot of other activities inside the coaching program. So now I can officially talk about that. So we are running an early bird all the way until mid of November, okay? The expiration for the early bird will be by November 19, okay? November 19. So the early bird for the virtual ticketed, for the virtual version is $97, okay? And then the in-person is $297. I will feed you breakfast and lunch. You get a workbook and you also get a recording for those who come in person. And then for those who join us virtually, you will get the workbook and the recording, okay? So it's 97 and 297 to join me in person. So I will put the information to, uh, on how to sign up on the, uh, on the link on the show notes. So you'll be able to sign up. If you have any questions, just reach out to me and you know how to get hold of me when you go to the show notes, there's a different way to connect with me. So if you have enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you give me a rating, a review, and also share with me what other things you like me to teach. Remember, I'm here to serve you, all right? I don't want to just talk about things I want to talk about. I want to talk about things that you want me to talk about, okay? And if you think that you are, um, that what we're doing for December 2nd for the in-person event in Fort Lauderdale, you think that, or you know, somebody may benefit from these sessions. So make sure that you share that information with them as well. And I will so appreciate you thinking of me, all right? Thank you so much. And I will, I will speak to you again next week, which is the part two series of the lead generation. I'm going to be talking about what is the best way for you to get leads based on certain factors. Okay. Thank you. Talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.